This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go to hockey real quick. That'll be the first topic. So the Carolina Hurricanes, the Carolina Hurricanes finished the NHL's regular season with 113 points, second best in the entire league. But on Wednesday night, the Hurricanes season came to a screeching halt with a 4-3 last-second defeat at the hands of the Florida Panthers. Here's how the, how the game sounded when it ended. So they sweep the Carolina uh, Hurricanes, but that's really not the story. Right. That's not the big deal, no big deal. The big deal, no big deal is how the head coach, uh, Rob Brindamore, Brindamore. Rod Brindamore. Rod Brindamore. Brinda, anyone with a, uh, you know, apostrophe in their last name. A what? Don't like it. Apostrophe, a comma, whatever it is. A, I don't like them. A tilde? A tilde. Whatever it is. What is it called? It's an apostrophe. It's an yeah, apostrophe. That's what I said. What did I say? You didn't say apostrophe. What did I say? I don't know. I think you said, if, if I, I asked you what I said, you have to come back with, here's you what said, you said. You said aeropostal. Aeropostal, like uh, the other one. All right, so he, here's, that's not the issue. The issue is, I guess is, uh, I think Giannis Antetokounmpo kind of screwed up everybody. With when he it's got not bounced, failure it's steps to success. I feel like he he is screwed with everybody. When you get bounced, you you get bounced. You lose. There's no exception. There's no rule. There's no whatever. Right. There's no feel good story. Listen to the way he described the loss again. He got swept again. Here's Rod. The unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. And that's not what happened. I watched the game. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're we're in the game. We didn't get, we didn't lose four games. We we got beat, but it's, you know, we were right there, and this could have went the other way, and this could have been four games the other way. And tonight, you know, the way it ended is tough. Getting a penalty like that, that's tough. You know, especially what was let go, and then you, oh, that's that's gonna that's gonna sting. But not to take anything away from the other team because they played hard, but. you know, I think we take, took a huge steps this year. Um, you know, coming this far, like I said, with what we were, were missing is pretty pretty impressive. Okay, so a little confused, I'm sure you are, because See, he, he did Dan lose that thing. He did lose, you know, four straight. Uh-huh. Uh, so big deal, no big deal. Gresh, I'll start with you. Uh, Rob Brendamore uh, not accepting the fact that he got swept. Uh, no big deal for one reason and one reason only. That guy's really still got a player mentality. He just happens to be the coach. That sounded like what a player would say to a friend or someone else on the team. It would be the, 
yeah, man, it's going to say we got swept, but look how close we were here. Look how close we were there. Look how, you know, they, they did play, Carolina did play them tough. There's no question that the record will show that they got swept. But I don't think it's a big deal because Brindamore is a player at heart. Like that, you know that sound like to it's me. Kind of my point. It's if Giannis Dan, screwed up everybody. If you Dan lost. Campbell accepted. But if Dan you got swept, if Dan Campbell had said that, you would be like, oh, okay. No. I at least understand it because the guy is a little tapped and he's really a player. Gresh, I mean, uh, Nick, play the first part real quickly for me, please, where he denies the fact that he got swept. The unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. and That's not what happened. No, hold on, that's enough. Uh, Billy, big deal, no big deal. You heard it, okay? He's not accepting the fact that he got swept. He's actually saying, uh, that's not what happened. No, it's no big deal because it's one what? of those because it's one of those whatever gets you through the night type things. It's we all better know than listening to the sad channel. It's it's right. There's our number one listener right there, Brenda Moore. <laughs> But it's it's no big deal because again, like Gresh said, it's kind of like the ex player mentality, and it's just something he's telling himself to make it a little bit easier. We all know it's going to be a sweep. We all uh, know uh, it was a sweep. Uh, We're going to look back in history and say that was a sweep. I'm, I'm actually surprised that both of you guys. I, I guess I'll end with Nick. Nick. Oh, it's a big deal. Yes, because Nick. the last two times Rod Brindamore has gone to the Eastern Conference Finals, he's been swept. Oh, he's been. He, it, listen, it's like amazing. And when you look at it, the Carolina Hurricanes have lost 12 straight conference final games since winning the Stanley Cup in 2006. I mean, this is a big deal. He won't. He refuses to admit. Now, when you think about the way they lost, I can understand a big ex-hockey player, Hardo, not willing, not not, not allowing himself to accept what just happened because that's embarrassing. So here's how it worked. Maybe he'll um, get fired. Uh, so here's what So, so the Panthers won. Um, the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, won four one-goal games, two in overtime, another with the winner in the final five seconds. And if you look at like this, the amount of uh, you know how they were outshot, uh, Carolina outshot them one seventy-four to one twenty-six in the series. So you would think, hey, we did everything right. We should win. We have all these late-game heroics by Florida, and yet, so no, we're not going to allow it to be a sweep. Wait, don't you think that's at least a little bit comical? The fact that the dude got swept, and here he is post-game saying, well, that's not, that's not really what it's happened. It's like Missoula saying, hey, we won three out of the four yes, quarters, so we, yes. should, we actually won the game. This is amazing. <laughs> they got swept. I don't care how close it was. No one in the history of hockey is going to remember those numbers that I just read to you about how they lost those games. You know, the only way people will remember it is if Florida goes on to win the cup because they're on a some kind of heater. Uh, Kachuk is playing fantastic. And, Bobros- 11, and Bobrovsky is, I mean, put him on his shoulders. I know, but if Montgomery showed up, like, even though it wasn't a sweep, because it is, like, more embarrassing. If he came up, like, with that excuse after but that's, Game 7, but, but that's you my would point. Sit and say, shut the hell up, dude. Well, we didn't really lose the a, series. Yes, you did. You coach, lost the series. A coach would never say that. A player who turns into a coach oh my God. would say it's, that. It's, 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 it's no excuse. It's like, but you are now a coach. You are now a coach. Well. Uh, you cannot s- jump up there after you got swept and make all the excuses why it shouldn't be considered a sweep. Should they put an asterisk by it because you lost in the last four seconds of the game? Like, and that goal by Kachuk was just to win it. Like, I mean, because if he doesn't, you do go into overtime, obviously. Yeah. But I just, I just feel like this, the whole Giannis mentality. Like, I, and I even think LeBron James, and I didn't even call for the sound. LeBron James, after he got swept. He went, he was like, this is like, this is losing. He didn't go the Giannis route that says, no, no, don't ask me that question. 
Well, remember he's uh, like, no, no, this is nothing to brag about. You don't go. I don't play basketball to go to the conference finals. There you go. That's what I was going to kick out of making a conference appearance. Right. That's a loss. Everyone should just accept this. I feel like he should go back up there and say, sorry, I misspoke. We actually, I just looked at the record. We did get swept. Meanwhile, it feels like our guys are getting like tattoos on the side. You know, what do you mean our guys? I mean, uh, the Celtics uh, studs of the, uh, how many conference finals they've been to. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like that's a very four. Indianapolis thing to do. Yep, and then cross it off when you yep. get to your fifth and all that, yeah. isn't it? It's like they, they should start hanging banners for getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, but losing, right? But not there's advancing, a, just getting there. There's a guy who fights in the UFC that does that. For every win, he adds a line to the side. Really? So he it counts it's like his a wins. notch in his. Yeah, yeah. You can like see how many wins he has on on his side because he and then you know just, what that like, is? That's a big. Uh, uh, any wrestlers in the house? Any wrestlers? Any wrestlers? You mean any wrestlers? No, high school wrestlers. <laughs> oh no, that was a thing. So, like, uh, my brother was. A I know, wrestler. I didn't. I played golf. No, you. So, high school wrestlers. Now, any high school wrestlers out there are probably going to rip me for this or say I'm wrong. But instead of like holding like like if you're a varsity, like wouldn't you have like a little line for every year you lettered in a sport? I like on your so. Letterman's jacket, or they give you the Letterman's jacket, and then there's something else. Yeah. So in wrestling, it was pins, like literally, like. Pins that you would buy at like Walmart or something like that, or oh, you know, yeah, Walgreens. Yeah. You like, get like a football pin or a baseball pin and or a so, basketball pin. And so the so if you were really good, you actually had all these freaking pins all over your jacket. Marry that with a cauliflower ear that you probably have. Nobody's messing with you. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's true. Nobody's messing with you. If you see someone with cauliflower, do ears, not engage. Normally, no. Do not like yell at them or honk your horn and force them to get out of their car because you want to fight. All right, let's go to football real quick. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they have all their uh, OTAs. They're not getting fined. They're oh, not getting no, any they're, they're canceled. Although, did you see uh, Andy Reid railing against the new special teams rules? He hates that kickoff. Really? Rule. Yeah, not happy. How about that? And that's an offensive coach. I think a lot of coaches don't like it. It's amazing that actually it's only a one-year trial. Right. Well, they always say that. Until they put it into rotation. Maybe we'll real. tap into some special teams friends and get to the bottom of this once the Celtics are out. All right. So I um so Patrick Mahomes uh spoke um after practice and and I'm not surprised by this by this sound because this is what's next for Patrick Mahomes as far as what he cares about. It's all about uh, prioritizing his legacy and winning rings. Me, my agent, and the team always keep open communication. Uh, we try to do whatever is the best for the team, but obviously I want to do the best for myself as well. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to, I've always said I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. So you're not okay. driven to be the highest paid quarterback average per year. That's not. No, no. You, you, it's kind of. It's more of a. You just want to do whatever to not hurt other quarterbacks whenever they their contracts come up. You want to kind of keep the the bar pushing. Um, and so it's not about being the highest paid guy. It's not about making a ton of money. I'm, I, I've made enough money where I'll be set for the rest of my life. No, um, but at the same time, you got to find that line where you're making a good amount of money, but you're still keeping a lot of great players around you so you can win these Super Bowls and you're able to compete in these games. All right, so I'm going to start with you on this one again, Gresh, because I feel like you have the probably the strongest opinion on this. And listen, he's doing what everybody, you know, at his age and, you know, after all his accomplishments are doing, he's prioritizing, you know, wins and legacy, big deal or no big deal. Uh, very big deal because I think he runs, uh, he is the antithesis of the way some of these guys are thinking. Uh, and 
listen, I'm all for make all the money that you can. But I don't know if I would ever hear that from Lamar Jackson. It's, I want to be the highest paid guy and then go on and do X, Y, and Z. Whereas with Patrick Mahomes, see, I think it's really the mentality of growing up in the house of a dad who was a pro athlete. And because his dad was a pro athlete, there wasn't a lot of want for money really for Patrick Mahomes growing up. Got a scholarship, all that kind of stuff. Dad was a pro. I think his mindset's a little different. Some guys want to grab the money because it's the way to change their lives. Patrick Mahomes probably would have lived a comfortable life even if he wasn't a professional athlete. So I think that purview changes the mindset. See, this, is, this is interesting that you went down that road. Yeah. You went down the daddy was a pro ball player, got a scholarship, d- doesn't want for anything. To me, this is like predictable based on what he's already achieved. He's already got the big contract. He'll always have a big contract. This is Brady all over again. He'll make more money that he can spend. Think about it like, oh, how how cavalier of you. Oh, you don't care about money. Dude, you're always going to have money. Like right now, you signed a $500 million contract. Your agent is Lee Steinberg. You're still the best quarterback in the league. You've already won multiple Super Bowls. Of course you care about legacy. All he's doing is sending a message. Yeah, if, if somebody else needs to get paid, I'll adjust my contract. And they I'm set, about legacy. And they set his contract up to do so, where it's not locked in with hard and fast money, the, all the guarantees. They it, Honestly... This is, again, that's why these contracts are literally written on toilet paper. Because you can wipe your hind end with it. They can go in every year and do what they need to. But the player has to be willing to do so. Yes. And I think there are certain. That's basically what he's saying. And he's I not think, like, you read it as like, he's like stuck up and like he's spoiled. No, no, no. And oh, he never, no, of course no. he doesn't have to worry about money because his dad played pro ball. No, he has a different perspective on it all. Whereas I think there are some guys who are just like, give me my money and if we win, okay. I think Mahomes is like, yeah, I'm going to make enough money. I want to win. That's no, the way you know, I view but it. No, but you know his his perspective is born from his success and like the, and where he where he is as far as the hierarchy, as far as quarterbacks go. Like, it's easy for him now to focus on rings and how am I going to be remembered, just like Brady did. The money is always going to be – that's a that's a given. You're always going to be paid with the highest – the top five quarterbacks in the league. If they franchise you, you make $50 million a year. Mm-hmm. Just take the first top three quarterback, uh, quarterbacks and what they make, you're going to get the average of that. To me, that's easy. I think there are just some QBs who are like, give me the money, and then they're – like, honestly – I don't think Aaron Rodgers loses sleep if he doesn't win. He's got his money, and he's okay with it, and he has that one Super Bowl ring, so, hey, he's in the club. But he he's not saying, hey, Green Bay, I know that this is the NFL's version of an impoverished franchise. Maybe I'll just do $25 million if you're going to guarantee that you're going to surround me with people that I think I can win with. Otherwise, F you, give me $50 million. And then it became F you, $50 million, and he's out there. I don't know, Billy. Do you do you read the same way Gresh did? Or I don't do you, are you more a, on my I, side? I don't see it as a big deal. <clears throat> Here's why I don't see it as a me big neither. deal. Because he's accomplished everything you yep. want to as a player. Big contract, Super Bowl wins, Super Bowl MVP, league MVP. Yeah. So now that he's got all those individual things out of the way, it's no big deal because he wants to build up what he's yeah. done. Yeah. He's, yeah. Gotten, he's gotten all the important stuff out of the way at a young age. So now at this point, it is about... 
building on those accomplishments. You have an MVP. You have a Super Bowl MVP. You have a huge contract. Those are things players strive for, and he has all those. So now at this point, it's just building it up further. And I think legacy is something that is actually attainable for him. Right, so think oh, about... Oh, God, yeah. Well, well, when Brady was trying to be considered the best, well, not maybe he wasn't trying to be, but when people would not like even actually allow us to put him in the same breath as Joe Montana after his four, and he was four for four, and they would always compare his numbers. Like, that, that now so far he's lapped Joe Montana. So now the next guy, hopefully to be second, is Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. What about you, Nick? No, I think it's a big deal because he also said that he realizes he sets the quarterback market. So if he starts redoing his deals and all this stuff, it actively hurts the other quarterbacks because he's the best quarterback. How yeah, would it, how but would it help you, the how would it hurt the other quarterbacks? Well, like if he's taking pay cuts and restructuring. Well, like there's Jaylen, a, like the whole Lamar Jackson thing was I'm fighting for the whole guaranteed contract for yeah. quarterbacks. He didn't get it. But I think there is a difference between being willing to restructure your contract versus taking a pay cut. See, I think people in the outside NFL world, assume that if you're restructuring your contract, you're taking a pay cut, when in reality, you're not. You're just probably getting more money up front. See, it's reworking the deal. That's a part of the reason why I think the mindset matters. I don't really think Patrick Mahomes got into the NFL and said, this is my way to blowing away my dad's career earnings. It's the, I have a chance to be great. I personally don't think Patrick Mahomes is really motivated by the money. It's also I easy think, to say that when he has a I, half a billion dollars. I know, but you're right. Thank you. He no, but even before be, that when he came in. No, uh, listen. He, they all he, want, all, you know what? He, he all, had a safety net. The goal, well, I mean, okay, in a sense, but he was a first-round draft pick. The safety net was there before he ever did, accomplished anything. So then he goes ahead and he becomes the greatest that is currently playing. They throw a bunch of money at him. So, again – I don't have to worry about it, but I do think the whole like perception that is created by his agent, Lee Steinberg, is to kind of set up this whole like perception like, you know, Patrick Mahomes just cares about everybody. He's a really good guy. He wants everyone to make a lot of money, and he's really concerned with like just me leaving a, a, a true legacy for everyone to live up to. So, I don't know. That's all we have time for today. I had one more, but we'll save it for later. That's big deal, no big deal.